Windy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is a bit. The flat's shaking. They've cancelled all trains. They've cancelled all the buses. They've cancelled all trains? They've cancelled all the trains and all the buses in Bristol. What, like, out of Bristol? Tomorrow, yeah. Heavy heavy disruption, I've just been told, on the GWR line. What about tonight? I need to get out of Bristol tonight. Uh, I think you'll be okay. It comes in about 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. I think the wind. Are we overreacting? Oh, there's been murmurs at work, mate, we have a wind day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's dangerous to, to sort of say either way because this podcast is obviously recorded pre-storm could be chaos yeah we could be out of of power we're going to be out of power anyway so yeah that's true that is very true i think a red alert warning is pretty serious i don't think i've ever seen a red one have you no if you look at the map though it's just literally around i don't it feels i don't know if bristol's in the red or it's in the yellow bristol is smack bang through bristol is the line of red and amber we're out in amber at the moment, so we're pretty safe. Oh, BS5 is amber, is it? Yeah, I'll, I'll be putting my washing out tonight. <laughs> there is one thing, though, you can say. Fingers crossed, we get a trampoline. Because there's always a trampoline rolling down the road, isn't there? And fingers crossed, it lands outside here, and we get ourselves I mean, if, a if trampoline. A, if a trampoli- if we have, have a trampoline after the storm, I'd be pretty worried because we're on the third floor. I'd say a red alert probably suggests <laughs> that it will be coming through the window on the third floor. I haven't been out today. Has there been any panic buying? No, nothing yet. A couple of kites I saw go past. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think there's been much panic buying. It's not supposed to last that long. Well, hope, um, hopefully for you, there isn't panic buying because this household is very thin on stock because, of certain yeah. items and I'm evacuating tonight. I'd have to say you have survived two days working at home. Um... I've noticed a tea towel gone missing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so it, tomorrow will be interesting. Everyone stay out of it, I hope. So I Storm know. Eunice. Y- Eunice? Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. Did you have, have you ever... I thought it was... Is it Eunice, is it? What did you think it was? <laughs> I thought it was like... Bundy? Dundee or something? Storm... Storm Dundee. Storm Dundee. Storm, Storm Eunice, is it? I think so. It's not very threatening. I think that's the idea of it, isn't it? To calm you down. But but everything... Oh, breaking news as well. I should also bring in. Um, no bin day tomorrow. The bin men are having a day off because there's some wind. I'd be carnage from them, like running down the street chasing stuff, wouldn't it? Imagine the recycling bins. How many yoghurt tops would be <laughs> sort of piled up at the downs? <laughs> Just a mound of plastic out there. It's bad enough on a normal day, let alone when the winds are 100 miles an hour. Um, it's quite scary because a hurricane is um, averages between kind of 60 and 80 miles an hour a hurricane mm. and we're expecting 100 miles an hour um, your game's still on though yeah yeah well I, let's just put it this way if the game is on Saturday we'll be playing against the wind <laughs> Um, episode 12, mate. Look at us. Season 2, episode 6. We've beat, uh, that means we're bang for bang for season 1. We're tie on tie. And the new season is starting next next time, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so this is our last podcast till uh, next September. Yeah, we'll give us another 6 months and we'll come with you for the Series 3. Um, 
It's it's been an interesting week, hasn't it? Really, has it? Yeah, lots of things to to digest. We had a good evening last night, don't you agree? Yeah, I had a date night. Date night, couple of handsome gents tearing up town on a Wednesday night. On a Wednesday night, um, dinner in- dinner at walkabout. Yeah, yeah, you take me to the finest of establishments. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, we went to go watch the Red Lion, didn't we? Joe Sims, that Tom McGee and David Lloyd um, down at the Old Vic. What did you think? I was going to say the only thing that saves our credibility here because we chose to go to a play over Liverpool versus Inter Milan in the Champions League. So the only thing that saves our credibility here that it was a football play about Bristol... Uh, a non-league Bristol football team. I've got no shame in being at the theatre, mate. And we got back in time for the two goals. Just. Did the we? last goal. The last goal. The first goal we missed by about three, four minutes. So Still missed it, though, didn't we? Well, yeah. But, but yeah, football play. No, it was good. It's considering that was my first play I've been to since school. And I'm 33 now. Yeah, maybe you should get out more, see more. I went to Jack and the Beanstalk at Christmas. Yeah. yeah, in Windsor. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was all right. Had had the women from um, Strictly come dancing him. Yeah, yeah. How they get jobs in theatre annoy me. Do you know what I mean? It's not they're not really acting, are they? Not really. Not really. But, it sells tickets, I suppose. Do you know what I was impressed about was that hour and a half play Red Lion, mm. and I'm not someone that goes to the theatre, as I said, but yeah, the whole thing was memorised top of her head like and it was like long it's only three of them it's not like there was like 20 actors there's three actors yeah and they remembered an hour and a half worth of dialogue and it, it it was most it was literally just non-stop dialogue it was yeah three three um some of the scenes or some of the times that the characters were actually on the stage were um like a very long time so to keep that up i thought they did a really good job i would be disappointed if they had the script in their hand <laughs> Uh, uh, like I think that, like an actor's job, the bare minimum is to remember the lines. Really, if you can remember the lines, then you can call yourself an actor. I reckon. Yeah. Um, but that is the bare minimum. If you can't remember the lines, you're really just a public speaker. Uh, so, so I understand why you're impressed, but <laughs> it's in the contract, mate. You know what I mean? But it was a good play. It was relatable, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think that's why you enjoyed it. Yeah, like like I said on Twitter, it was uh, everybody's played sort of Saturday afternoon football has had a Johnny kid as the, as their manager. Yeah, we come out and we named four people that were just like it. Yeah, we obviously can't name names on here. <laughs> no, but um, and we won't. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, no, he, he's um, yeah, a bit sort of larger than life, bit of a wide boy, isn't he? Yeah, um, made his way up through, and, and now he's found himself managing. Yeah. Um, young, yeah. young kid comes on the scene. Yeah, and, tries uh, to squeeze a bit of cash out of him, and it all goes a bit wrong. It was a yeah, great story, um, and a really enjoyable evening. It was. It was a good use of the space. This is all right. This is, I'm going to get my money's worth here, or you're going to get your money's worth. Are you going to go all? all is, it, is this how? You, is your degree going to come out now? Yeah, this is what I'd write an essay on, I suppose, when I was at uni or whatever. But this is yeah, this is me writing for the stage. It was a good use of the space. Slap job, job audition. Slap yes, basically, basically. If you if there's anything going, then let me know. Um, but yeah, no, it was good use of the space. I thought that you know they did well with the space they got. I thought the. Um, the advertising sign, sign sort of around the side 
and um, for what is a minimal space, they dressed it really well. Um, it did feel like you were in in the changing room. That was really good. I rec- I I think they were pumping smells into that room. Do you? <laughs> I mean, like I could, I thought I smelled like deep heat at one point. Yeah. Um, it just smelled like a dressing room. I thought. I don't know if that's because it's like some dingy studio down at the bottom of the old Vic, but uh, it just it did smell quite footballing. With the greatest respect, David Lloyd is getting on a bit, <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if he did add a bit of deep heat on because you know what's this the second week of a run now? He probably is a sort of hurting a bit. <laughs> but no, no, I, well, I think that says everything for theatre, doesn't it? Mm. You don't get that in the cinema. There, are, I do have two complaints. Go on then. One seats are very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, not uh, a lot they can do about that. No, but I but understand. Obviously, not the play's fault. More of a more of a, an authentic situation. And the other one as well is they serve beer in two thirds, which is just a bit weird. I can't trust that. You can't trust two third pints. No, it's not a pint, is it? Well, you know, two thirds of a pint. The technical word is a schooner. It's a schooner. Yeah. Maybe it's to stop stop um, sort of reprobates like you getting too pissed and shouting at the actors. Maybe that's why. Maybe. The, the, uh, some guy's phone kept going off near me. So That was slightly annoying. Yeah. Um, off-putting for an audience member. Imagine what it's like on the stage. Um, but yeah, it was brilliant. I thought it took us straight into the... Um, straight us sort of back into Saturday football. Um, and yeah, I also... Special mention to Tom McGee, actually. It was his first professional debut. I thought he was quite a strong character. Did really well. I, I enjoyed it very much. Um, yeah. It was very city, though. It was very city, which is why I enjoyed it very much. But no, you, I can I can understand. But then you know, David Lloyd, massive city fan. Joe used Sims, to, Joe Sims, city fan. I, I don't know enough about Tom, but I assume city fan because <laughs> it was very city. Of course, it was. Um, yeah, and do you know actually, do you know, the best thing about that play was the people who were sat in the audience, like yourself, who do not go to the theatre that often. I think there is something to be said about that everybody needs to go to the theatre. I saw a couple of lads that I sort of knew of in the in the auditorium and I thought, there's no way you'd be here if that play wasn't on. There's no way you've chosen. That'll be just like you, the first play they've been to in their lives or whatever. And it goes to show that the, you, know, you open up a story that's relatable or something like that, then people will go to watch it. You'll absolutely never find me in the old Vic on a Champions League night again, unless it's a football play. Well, exactly, exactly. But then every that's the thing with theatre. I think initially people will write it off and they'll go, oh, I don't want to go there. It's this, it's that, it's full of these people and whatever. And, and nine times out of ten, it is because it's overpriced, <laughs> because it's overpriced for people who can't, you know, it's, it's, it's a certain demographic, but then once in a while, a little gem like the Red Lion will come along and it will fill the audience with people who don't normally expose themselves to that kind of culture. Um, and hopefully it got a lot of them a little bit more interested in it or a little bit like, oh, so you can actually do that. And it's not just music order. It's not just pantos or do you know what I mean? So I, I thought that was really positive. Um, I think those three and... and um, the directors and you know the whole team really has done a, a really nice job, and I'm not sure if there are any tickets available. But um, actually, the run would have finished by the time this goes out anyway. But if you did manage to catch it, then let us know what you think. But yeah, we were happy with it. Yeah, good, good night out. Yeah.
what's been getting into the rugby? The ruggers? Yeah. Yeah. I did notice the brown slip-ons on the mat. <laughs> how did you... Uh, how did, what, what? Talk to me. What, why? I was working in Cardiff um, on Saturday with work. Yeah. Because it was the Cardiff-Scotland game. Yeah. And I managed to nab myself a ticket and yeah. head along. Nice. And have you ever been to Cardiff on a match day? I've been... No, no not like a no. Johnson's Paint Trophy game, or a, but a Cardiff rugby day. I never have, no. It, it it should be something on your bucket list. Okay. Because it's like nothing you... You can't even imagine what this is like. Mm. It's just... But, you know, let me try. Go on. <laughs> well, let me try imagine it. <laughs> Set the scene for me. So, um, you get the train to Cardiff. Trains are packed. You walk out of the station. It's just red shirts. Everywhere you look. Mm. It's like 11 a.m. Like, walking out in... Remember when we went to Wembley for the Euro final and just that many people? Yeah. But it's yeah, like yeah. that, just all day long um and you go everyone's there to watch the rugby and cardiff welsh people are nuts about rugby i don't even yeah. ever realized how nutty they are about that sport well, they're not very good at football so they have to have something yeah 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 but <laughs> but um you walk out there you're going to walk about at like 11 a.m mm. and walk past like one of the biggest venues in town and it's just like 2,000 people in that venue yeah drinking and the game doesn't kick off another four hours and then um, you see like birds like necking snake bite like that's that, the Welsh for you mate yeah 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 they, they do enjoy like they they drink they drink palm water if they if they could yeah yeah you're right and absolutely anything goes over there like so this is sounding like um, it's like Magaluf but on a Saturday in Cardiff, in Cardiff, but was sport right? Uh, it's absolutely just wild. And then you come out the come out the ground. It's like four p.m. You walk into walkabout, and it feels like it's about midnight. There's like DJ playing, lights going on, smoke machines going. Yeah, that does. You know, it sounds good. Yeah, so it's like you lose all sense of time when you're in Cardiff on a Saturday. How many pints did you drink? Because rugby, you can drink through the game, which is great. But well, you right. can't. So what? So this is the, so the Millennium Stadium, the Principality Stadium, has imposed a new rule. Okay. Where they they were meant to stop serving at halftime because this is like a stupid rule. I can't answer that. So the reason is apparently families were were getting thrown up on apparently in the stadium. <laughs> so. <laughs> so uh so so instead of, instead of like just going we're going to ban alcohol from in the stadium yeah it's we're going to stop serving at half or oh, 10 minutes for half time or half time but all it did was make people look at their watch and go right go and get a round of beers and get as many as they can and then because everyone everyone sort of flooded the bar yeah it meant there was massive queue and if you and you got all these like part-timers on the concession stands like yourself yeah. yeah and then just how are you going to stop serving them like they've got to go sorry you're the last one to like thousands of rugby fans so it, it never actually stopped serving so they carried on seven for the whole game yeah well you're never ever going to be able to tell um tell a welsh rugby bloke that he can't have a pint of his brains so i understand i no. get it and um yeah and then yeah so end of it Apparently, there's been a lot of uh, social disturbances at the Millennium Stadium on Cardiff match days. 
A social disturbance. The, I think what really broke the straw that broke the camel's back, though, was in the Autumn Internationals, uh, Wales were about to score a try against New Zealand. And a drunk guy went on the pitch and managed to knock the ball on. And then Wales are right by the try line, about to beat New Zealand like for the first time in, in years. And a drunk Welshman got in the way. How many banning orders do football fans get, right? Yeah. And um, why does that not happen in the rugby? Yeah. Because uh, rugby is different rules. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's seen very, very differently. Um, but it does sound like a good day out all round. Who won? I mean, I know. Wales. Much better experience than a day at Wembley, put it that way. Yeah. I can get on board with that. And hopefully I'll see you at the next one. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) It's all going a bit wrong down at Ashton, isn't it? Yeah, lots of things have come out in the past really 24 hours. That, um, half, losing half a million pounds a day? A week. A week. Oh, that's all right then. Yeah, £412,000 a week. But, you know, anyone can do stats like that. I don't think that's true. So what, what are you basing it not being true on? Um, just, just, I'm sure more money is more lost hope. in one week than it is the other. Maybe one week we lose a tenner, the next week we lose nearly well, a million. I don't think it's like exact maths that every week you're losing the four hundred four hundred and twelve thousand pounds. I think it's like averaging out over the year. No, so that's come to effect, but there has been some good news. Uh, literally in the past half an hour, the EFL has had a meeting, and they've started introducing COVID compensation again. So that is going to continue, which will somewhat help with our deficit, somewhat help with that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's come out, actually, is that City fans have been sold a, a lie, really, and sold a dream. And I think that's, I think everything is down to the Lansdowns for that, really. And they've um, kind of painted this picture that we're... Um, that you know we're Premier League ready and we're stable and we're you know we're doing this we're doing that. Yet their whole kind of transfer ethos was to sell players, and that's that's bonkers because you cannot guarantee a team coming in for one of your best assets. You can't guarantee that. And today Pearson in his press conference has has said that he does not agree with what the Landsdowns are saying one bit. Oh, this is getting juicy. So. Um, he started off, you know, I've, I've taken a few quotes. He started off by saying, I've been here a year and he's aged probably five. Um, <laughs> he said he knew it was going to be a tough, tough job, but not this tough. He said, we don't have the balance right in the squad. I think that's fair enough. I think that's yeah, football base. It, I'm, I'm no, fairly it, confident You've got that. a weird squad. And even, yeah, even yeah. For me, it watches the odd game because you have it on. Mm can spot that your squad is just weird it is a weird squad I, and and, I, and he come out and, and basically said the club is struggling to find the identity at once and I think that's bang on um, I think we're I think every now and then the Lansdowne's come out and they say we're Premier League ready and, and what have you and John Lansdowne basically said that um, that we're underperforming um, on the pitch 
And Pearson has come out today and completely disagreed with him and said, I think he's bonkers for thinking that. Um, so there's a bit of a rift there. But I, do you know what? It, do you know what it's actually done? is made me trust Pearson way more. Made me realise that actually Pearson... I think Pearson was going to... Or thought he was going to come in, manage a squad and... Um, and that'd be that, you know, get us to, to for promotion. You know, he knew he had a few ingoings and outgoings to do. He, he knows it's a bit of a longer project. But I think he's come in and realised actually how much work he's got to do. We had a similar, this is sort of a similar journey that Joey Barton went on in terms of... That he's still on. Yeah, but yeah. he started calling people out. Yeah. And then they ended up leaving because Joey Barton won. But I can't see Pearson winning against Steve Lansdowne's son. No, nor can I. I don't. I, I don't think it's. I, I. I think for the media, it's been um, quite. Inf- you know, it will turn into that. I think naturally, it will sell, or it will get clicks the minute it becomes Pearson v Lansdowne. I don't believe that in a second. I think Pearson's just come out and gone. Well, I don't think he's. Just, you know, John Lansdowne is is not a f- football manager. He's not a football. He, he he might understand a bit of business, but I don't think you know you would never have him as your like footballing director or anything like that. You know he's not out scouting for players, so he's obviously given his opinion. I think what he's actually done is said what he wants the fans to hear. He wants us. This is what is annoying: is it just feels like he's saying what um, what so, we want to hear to divert attention away from them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think that has been the problem for quite a few years now, really. Um, and interestingly, the press conference that Pearson gave today has um, been uploaded onto the Bristol City official YouTube channel. The full one. The full one. Um, just missing out the last 15 minutes where <laughs> he starts having to go at the club and the landscape and things like that. Censorship. Now, that that was Gregor McGregor who's only just, literally just tweeted about that. The so, big G. Yeah, the big G has tweeted about that, um, yeah, an hour ago, which is interesting. Um, yeah. They've forgotten to include the final 15 minutes of it. Does anybody anybody have that final 15 minutes? Well, yeah, it's obviously all transcribed and it was reported in the post as well. So I think people can make their own minds up. But um, yeah, interesting, interesting stuff. Um, And we'll, you know, we'll see how that pans out. We've got Borough coming down on Saturday. They're bringing thousands. They're on a great run of form. Um, I expect nothing but, um, well, we'll lose really. Yeah, I didn't realise you got hammered by Blackpool the other day. It wasn't so much a hammering, but... 3-1. Yeah, it wasn't great. I'd, I'd be pretty disappointed if I team lost 3-1. good side, mate. See what you want. They took Bournemouth to the sword. They're, um, they're a good... Or to the final sort of kick of the game. They're a good side. They are a good side. Um, I'm so glad I didn't go up to Blackpool. Sounded miserable. We sounded awful. Nobody wants a Blackpool away trip in January, February. Like, you want it in August, May. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, you take thousands then up there. Mm. Um... But yeah, so that obviously didn't go very well. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with um, Pearson and Lansdowne. Um, and yeah, we go on. We're not going down. Do you know why? Because Peterborough are awful. Peterborough Reading the other night was one of the worst games of football I've ever seen in my life. Reading are awful as well. Yeah, yeah. They, they, people came on the pitch, didn't they? They were, um, yeah, flanking the coach. We want our, You're not fit to wear the shirt. There was, um, there was. I, 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 I don't know his name, but one of the players came out to sort of after the game, all the fans were by the coach, and he went over to have a word, and all they're shouting is, fuck off. <laughs> he can't even speak to poor bloke. And that, then, that reminds me of uh, Mike Bassett, England manager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> England are playing four, four, fucking two. Yeah, they were, all the fans are going, fuck off, fuck off, and not giving them a chance to speak. So um, it's not that bad. 
it's frustrating. I think we've gone backwards this in the past kind of twelve months. And the rest. Um well, yeah, and the rest. Ever since Johnson left. We've gone backwards and it's not good to see. We do also have some shining hopes. I think you sell one one of the three that are looking for big money and I think the financial situation sorts itself out. I don't think it's I don't think we're in as much trouble as what obviously people want us to believe. Um but but yeah, be interesting to see what happens next actually and where we go. I hope Pearson just stick I, I feel like Pearson will he'll stick with it and turn the tide. That's thanks for listening to that. I needed to get off my it's chest. Like therapy. Yeah, now I'm now it's about to get unbearable for everyone. Talk to me about the gas then. Things are getting exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. We lost to Oldham uh two one who a second bottom. I watched that game. Yeah, it was it was uh There were two or three players on on both sides who were who were very poor. <laughs> Um, yeah, how many did you take out there? Is there many out there? I think it was like 600. You had 600 out there? Or 400, one or two. Yeah, good res- Yeah, fair play. But uh, your left back, actually, that's what I wanted to say. Oh, it just reminded me. Is his name Harry's? Harrison? Oh, Harry's, his centre back. So he was rubbish. <laughs> he was sorry. I don't like to out players. We've all played football, and I hope he can admit. That was probably the worst game of football he's ever played. He was he was pony. He Kept got, giving he the got ball hammered up. on social media after that game. Did he? Yeah. Well, I take it a bit back then. It's yeah. not that. There fair. were some memes and everything. Was went, went to that level. Oh, but um, oh, so he, he's, is he usually a performer? Was that just a one-off, or are we? I don't watch enough games. To be yeah. fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, but I don't really remember much about that game because the camera angle made me dizzy. Yeah, I came home from work and saw you watching. Um, it was sickening. Yeah, especially when it was pinging around. <laughs> it was a lot of pinging about. But ever since then, we we had Mansfield, on, uh, and I don't know if you saw the highlight of the penalty that was not a penalty. We didn't know. I've what actually, happened? I've got video I've got evidence. I've got, I've got to show you some video evidence. Watch this and tell me if what what are you gonna give here? All right, so he's cut into the box. That is a, I mean, that is a stonewall pen. Because he's even put his leg out. Does he even touch his leg? Yeah. He's looking for that. It's a penalty. It's a penalty. He's looking How for that. How can you not give that? So You do not give that 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a stone water, obviously, yeah. So you didn't get given it. No, 2-0-0. Nil, nil, and yeah. then we beat Sutton the other night, 2-0. Uh, apparently our best performance for a number of years people are saying so years. getting exciting getting everyone's very... whereabouts in the league are you sitting you up there you're like 10 knocking 12. on the door how many points we've got two games now and we're about seven points off playoffs um, so there's a chance yeah but um, we'll just have to see I don't want to get too ahead of myself the bubble could burst the but, bubble will burst but it does feel like momentum is gaining yeah and we're, steam, we're steaming towards the playoff places. Will you win the playoffs? Um, oh, they're not strong teams in that playoff. Do you back well, yourselves? We, we just beat Sutton United 2-0 in the playoff positions. It is a, it is a gamble, isn't it? It's a ticket. It, you know, it is a lottery. Anything can happen. I've backed us in the playoffs, I think. 
they're one of the bigger clubs, fan base wise and things like that. So you know, you travel quite well and things like that. So I don't know why I'm nervous as anyone because Joey Barton said we're definitely getting promoted this season. So on camera. Oh dear, he doesn't learn, does he? That man. He did say it's back in August. Oh right. <laughs> well, so far you're happy then. Things are going swimmingly. We've got a young centre midfielder who looks good. I haven't seen him play, but he looks good. <laughs> um, and uh, we could actually get promoted. People must listen to us chatting about Rovers and City, mate, and think what absolute clowns. Is that a fair assessment? Are we clowns? Or are we just level-headed? Are we just normal blokes? <laughs> I thought you were reciting the lyrics from uh, the Killers song then. <laughs> are we human? Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. So you don't want to get too ahead of yourselves, but you also agree with Joe Barton that you're definitely getting promoted. Yeah. Fair enough. We'll leave it on that. got a question for you go on then <clears throat> so i've been watching the olympics whilst i've been working yeah so um firstly what what, what do you prefer the winter olympics or the summer summer obviously obviously well i've never actually been skiing or snowboarding or i've only really ever been ice skating three times it's not you know whereas i've ran 100 meters at school um you've done clay pigeon shooting and you've done i have done clay pigeon shooting. have you yeah but um, yeah, I oh, summer Olympic, definitely the summer Olympic. I don't know any of the winter sports, um, sort of the any winter athletes. So yeah, summer. Well, the uh, Russian, see the Russians have been failed a drug test again. Fifteen years of age, mm. and she got it mixed up with her granddad's medicine. It took, took him a few days to come up with that one, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, do you well, know what? We, we've we've been rumbled again. I don't know this story, and hopefully you do. But they were banned from competing in the Olympics, right? Yeah. Why are they here now? And what? what who are the IOC? So the IOC are the International Olympic Committee. Yeah. So basically, it's not Russia; it's the International Olympic Committee, of which the athletes are Russian. There's some fishy business going on with the Olympics, mate. It is. Well, considering the Winter Olympics is in Beijing and there's no mountains. There's no, and there's no snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, someone's got a brown envelope there, haven't they? Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, granddad's cough medicine, which uh, apparently got from contaminated glass. Say what you want, mate, but he hasn't coughed for <laughs> 25 years. <laughs> He's at the top of his game, old granddad, mate. <laughs> I don't know how you dope ice skating. I'm, I've never done it really, but it's a really good point. I, is it not just the recovery and things like that? You can recover a bit better or what have you. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, but then how do you dope anything? Well, is that you put up more oxygen in your blood, don't you? Blood doping, so your body recovers quicker and you've got more energy. Yeah, true. But um, so, question for you: You get. The call up for Team GB, yes, yes, for, for the Winter Olympics. Christ, yeah. Well, it wouldn't be summer, mate, because I would get sunburn. <laughs> so it would be the winter, yeah. What event are you putting yourself forward for in the Winter Olympics? Mm. For me, it'd be the the uh, one man Bob 
sled or toboggan. The luge. The, are we doing the luge, mate? <laughs> Absolutely doing the luge. You've done that a few times, haven't you? Yeah, a couple of times, uh, sort of six in the morning. But it's it looks really fun, really dangerous, but really fun. It's basically just lying down, isn't it? Yeah, and I always fancy myself. I do look good in in the suits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, yeah, absolutely. Because you, yeah, what do you really do? Do you know what I mean? Anyone can. Yeah, I used to do it as a kid, right? What, used to the get lo- what, the luge. Yeah, I used to get a bit of cardboard and slide down the stairs all the time. I used to do it on a on a rug. On a rug, yeah, exactly. We've all done it, and so, and what are they really? It is you, you're sort of lap of the gods, isn't you? Once you get in it, I'm sure like a world luge. Champions will probably have to argue to this, but I do. I'd like to hear from you. Yeah, I'd love to hear from someone who does the tub or has actually done it, because for me, it's just a big slide, isn't it? So if we can get you sorted out to have a go at it, I one hundred percent would give it a. Bash. You would lie on a luge and get pushed down one of those. I don't even know what you call them. The route. The run. The run. Uh, yeah, I probably would. Yeah, I don't. I. I think i would what sort of speeds are they coming <laughs> just before what sort no, of no, speed you've, co- you've committed no now. no no but just that interest what kind of speed do they um do they go if we have a quick look yeah absolutely how what what, what would be your guess i, th- I think anything around <laughs> <laughs> the laugh has really put me yeah, off what, what's your guess? my guess would be 60 to 70 miles an hour Okay, so according to the official Olympics website... Yes. It's a so, source. Uh, yeah, a reputable source, because <laughs> they're all off their tits. Luge's, Luge's average speeds... Yes. ...between 74 and 90 miles per hour. Yeah, uh, uh, that's about the... And it's fairly common for Olympic luges to go 90 miles per, per hour or more when winding around the track's steepest and most dangerous slopes and turns. But what do you do? <laughs> what possible... I get it. You go really fast down a big chute. But what are they doing? Are they? St- you have to steer a little bit, I'd imagine. You're not just like lying there. Oh, you are. Honestly, it feels like that. You know when your character dies on GTA, yeah, and he sort of goes all limp and just sort of flies. I just think, yeah, that's what it is. Throw one of them down. And what do you actually do? Do you know? Well, you must have to use your the control the. Gravity somehow, mustn't you? By getting your centre of gravity somewhere. But it's one board. It's a kitchen tray, mate, with a couple of <laughs> a couple of skis on the bottom. Honestly, I, look, I don't want to disrespect anyone, but um, it looks a piece of piss, doesn't it? It's, uh, it's quick. Let's let's get you some lycra. Let's get you on. A I'm luge, in. Let's get you on a luge run. If anyone can make that happen, make it happen. I will 100% give it a go. And I, I, it'd be scary. I'm not saying I'll just bosh it out, but I do. Yeah, just lie there. Okay. So you, same question. Have, have you been on a toboggan? Yeah, but only like in the mountains and stuff. You know, on one of those like rails. I've never been on like an you, ice to bobsleigh. Because you can go on those runs on a toboggan. Yeah, yeah, I'd do that. You're doing the luge. <laughs> <laughs> Head first is a bit mental, isn't it? Well, can I go feet first? That's that's the skeleton. The head first, isn't it? Oh, it's completely different. Luge is the one where you lie back. Skeleton is head first. So now I'm on, I'm doing the luge. I think the skeleton would be easier. Head you, first? Because you can see where you're going. You can put your, move your body into it, can't you? Yeah, I guess you have to memorise the track if you're doing the luge. And... But you're not just like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you reckon you can have a couple of... Uh... 
You could probably get 40 winks, really. <laughs> if the time zone was... <laughs> all right, same question to you. Out of all the winter sports, which one would you choose? Well, I'd pick skiing because I can ski. What kind of skiing, though? I wouldn't do the ski jump. That's mental. That's nuts. Yeah. That's something I'm glad we're not going to make. I wonder happen. who invented that. Well, Eddie the Eagle. <laughs> he, he was terrible at it. Yeah, he wasn't very good. Um, uh, what would I do? Um, so that speed skating looks pretty nutty. The way... So China, I think we're in the um, the semi-final against Holland and that China are cruising to a victory. Final corner, the one at the back. It was the three... I don't know what they call oh, it. Team team yeah. skate or whatever. The back one just slides off, smashes into the side. And you just see her teammates head in hands going, what has she done back there? You see her stumble and she regains it and you think, go on, you got this. And they were just cruising through to the win and she then stumbles again. And you just think, poor, poor woman. Well, they there's that famous one from a few years ago where... Australia, an Australia ice skater, I didn't know there was ice rinks in Australia, made it to the Winter Olympics into the final for the uh, speed skating. Yeah. And was, it was just numbers taking part, basically. He was never going to win it. Or yeah. she, I can't remember which way around it was. But uh, someone at the front fell over and knocked the whole track out. The and, whole then he, and then the Australian came that. around. And pipped them all just at the last and won yeah, the gold. Yeah. Yeah, very, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I wouldn't give speed skating a go. I fancy my fingers too much. I don't like how low they are to the ground and it's all a bit... It's, it's, it's sharp, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's all a bit much. I've seen I've seen someone at, um, at the Mall, Cribs Causeway, get their, hand, their fingers chopped off um, ice skating. So I wouldn't want... Um, yeah, it doesn't... That doesn't impress me. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd do the slalom. Slalom ski down here. Yeah, and they call me, and then I get the nickname Steve the Snow Leopard. Steve the Snow Leopard. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Who would call you that? Is that interesting? You had Eddie the Eagle, didn't you? So. Yeah, so you'd be Steve the Snow Leopard. Yeah. Yeah. More like the Yeti, I suppose, the coming Yeti. down that thing. <laughs> or the abominable snowman coming <laughs> down. But yeah, fair enough. Um, that's That was the Winter Olympics. So there we go. Another one. Who have City got this weekend? Borough. Um, prediction? 3-1 Middlesbrough. You reckon you're going to score? Yeah, absolutely. We always score. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Who would have gas got? For, for the record, <laughs> Coops is checking the fixture list. I've been busy with work, right? Okay. Stephen is away. And? Chris Lyons plays for Stephen, isn't it? Linesy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 2-0 Rovers. Another 2-0. 2-0 Rovers against Stevenage. Yeah. 3-1 loss. Get your bets on. You heard it here first. That'll do us, I think, mate. Yep. If uh, you want to drop us an email, what's the email, Pat? Brizzlekickspod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Anything you like. Pictures. Questions. <laughs> you're looking for some advice on luge-in? or if there's any luge people that own luge courses out there get in contact please get in contact and we'll, uh, obviously you want to show Pat that your sport is not a mockery <laughs> I'm going out on that limb and I will see you later see you later